Tonight, Michelle Gomez joins the Doom Patrol. Will Black Widow come out in theaters? And we remember the creator of the Phantom Tollbooth. All that and more on this edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Well, hello and welcome to episode 119 of Multiverse Tonight, the comics edition. I'm, of course, your host, Thomas Townley. Uh, there's really not much to start the show with today. It's, you know, it's a rainy, rainy day here on the Great Plains. You know, it's just, uh, nice, quiet. So, uh... I guess let's just start off with the DC comic news. Michelle Gomez, who has plenty of villain cred from Doctor Who and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, is joining Doom Patrol's third season as Madame Rouge. Rouge, the uh, eccentric villainess who arrives at Doom Manor with a very specific mission. If only she could remember it. Now this role will won't be a guest spot as she's being referred to as a series regular. The third season will air exclusively on HBO Max. And uh, while we're still at the casting couch, let's welcome Spanish actress Maribel Verdi to the Flash movie. The actress will be playing Barry's, Barry Allen's mother in the new DC movie. Now, Maribel is known for her work in Alfonso Caron's Why to Mama Tambien and Guillermo del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth. However... While the movie has found the Flash's mother, they'll have to go back to the drawing board for his father, as actor Billy Crudup has had to drop out. Now, Ezra Miller will be back as the Flash, and will be joined by Kirsty Clemens as Iris West, and Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as different multiverses versions of Batman. The Zatanna movie from Bad Robot Productions has tapped Emerald Fennell, who wrote and directed Promising Young Women to write the script for the movie. Now, Fennell is up for multiple, octor, uh, multiple Oscars this year. The, uh, and uh, that will, of course, be seen later this year. Watch this space to see if she wins. The Green Arrow 80th Anniversary Special has been announced. Uh, this is an oversized 100-page issue, and will feature stories from the likes of Mike Grell, Jeff Longmere, Phil Hester, Otto Schmidt, Ben Percy, Tom Taylor, Devin Grayson, Stephanie Phillips, Mariko Tamaki, Ram, Ram V, Vida Ayala, Nicola Scott, Chris Mitten, Laura Braga, Max Fimera, Brandon Thomas, and others. We'll also have several different collectible covers. The main one will be done by Dan Mora. With eight more for each of the eight, for each of the decades from the 1940s, 
Uh, first off, the 1940s variant from Michael Cho, the 1950s variant from Daniel Warren Johnson, the 1960s variant from Neil Adams, the 1970s variant from Derek Chu, the 80s variant from, Gray, from Gary Frank, the 90s variant from Howard Porter, the 2000s variant from Jen Bartel, and the 2010 variant from Simone de Mio. The special will be out on June the 29th and cost $9.99. Warner Brothers, DC Films, and Chernin Entertainment are currently in development of an adaptation of Our Man. The adaptation is coming from Gavin James and Neil Widener. Our Man was created back in 1940 and has had three different incarnations in the comics. The reason the character is called Our Man was because the Morocco... 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 Miracle compound that chemist Rex Tyler made would grant him super strength and endurance for one hour only. However, uh, which incarnation will be used in the film is unknown, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Season 6 of Supergirl will add, to, uh, will add two new recurring characters played by Jason Beer and Claude Knowlton. Uh, Knowlton will be playing a mild-mannered alien with a tragic past that will help Supergirl and her allies on their mission. And Bear will be a famous or noted Kryptonian who plays a significant role in helping Kara face circumstances beyond her control. The sixth and final season of Supergirl will premiere on March 30th. And now, let's go to the Marvel News. And we begin uh, the Marvel news with uh, Yandu, who is dead, period. A writer director James Gunn said on Twitter, quote, As I've said before, Yandu is dead and will stay dead as long as I'm involved with the Guardians. His death means something to people. And I'm not about to diminish that, unquote. Now, Yandu uh, died at the end of Guardians Volume 2, Saving Star-Lord. The third chapter in the Guardians saga will hit theaters in 2023. The will it or won't it release in theaters question for Black Widow is still up in the air, apparently. Disney's CEO Bob Chopek told Bloomberg TV that the release pattern for Black Widow will be a last-minute decision. Now, currently, the movie is slated for theatrical release on May 7th. But speculation has been rumbling about the film that the film could instead have a dual release on Disney Plus as well as in theaters. When asked if the movie would stick to its release date, Chopek said, quote, Our situation and our changes, our conditions change. Just a few weeks ago, theaters in New York and Los Angeles weren't even open. Now all of a sudden they're open. So we're waiting to see how prospective theater growers respond to these reopenings. We're going to remain flexible. We'll move, we'll make the call probably at the last minute in terms of how these films come to market, whether it's Black Widow or any other title. We love the theatrical window. We think it's important for building our franchises. At the same time, we don't think it's the only way to do it. We'll see what happens over the next couple of months. So much is changing. It's such a dynamic environment. It's really hard to predict what's going to happen with consumer behavior in the next month as it comes to reemerge back into the world of normal. We'll be watching the call carefully and make the call when we have to, unquote. So, in other words, as I said, your mileage may vary. Uh, I guess keep your wallets close. Uh, 
Well, uh, Black Widow is not the only movie to get pushed back. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, has been moved back a few months from June 25th to September 17th. The sequel to the first Venom movie will be converted into 3D, IMAX, and other large format screens, so putting it on digital isn't really economical for Sony. Now, they're hoping to have as much business as the first Venom movie had. The original movie grossed $850 million worldwide in its release. Benedict Cumberbatch is really enjoying working with Sam Raimi on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. The actor shared with Collider, quote, Sam, amazing. He's so collaborative. God, he comes with the baggage of an icon. It's an incredible force, especially in this genre. But he's so humble. He's so nice. He's so appreciative. You really want to serve him. And boy, when he's happy, you know you've done something right. He's so good at getting at you there and getting in there. It's been a very, very collaborative process, this one. Our origin stories, I guess, and obviously the beasts that were the Avengers films to be a part of were a thrill, but you're kind of just along for the ride. You do the best with what you've already got given given to do. The second time around, there's a bit more of, so what do you want to do and how do you want to go about solving this? So it feels very creative, scarily so sometimes, unquote. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is expected in theaters March 25th, 2022. Now, let's go on to the geek news. The Resident Evil reboot now has a title. Constantine Film and director Johannes Robert revealed the title at South by Southwest as Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. The movie will adapt the events from the first two video games and feature characters like Chris and Claire Redfield, Jill Valentine, and Leon S. Kennedy. Scott Derrickson's new horror film, The Black Phone, has cast It Chapter 2's James Ranson in the movie as a character named Max. The movie from Blumhouse and Universal is about, quote, The story concerns a kidnapped kid who finds himself in a soundproof basement surrounded by the remains of other victims. When night falls, the antique and disconnected telephone in the room begins to ring with the calls from the dead, unquote. Derrickson and C. Robert Cargill adapted the script based on a short story by Joe Hill from Hill's short story collection, 20th Century Ghosts. Hill will serve as an executive producer on the movie. The Simpsons have hit yet another milestone episode, 700. The series was recently renewed for another two seasons, which will lead to a grand total of 757 episodes, but could that make it to an even higher number? Al Jean, exec producer of The Simpsons, told Variety, quote, We're going to definitely do 757. I wouldn't say that's the end, but I don't know how much further we can go. Unquote. Now, when they asked him if he if they could make it, to a thousand, he laughed and noted that it would take another twelve years to reach that feat. Perhaps in a reboot? Gene added, quote, As soon as they cancel us, they'll reboot us. I'm confident after I'm gone, they'll be doing some sort of Simpsons coming. It's too ubiquitous to think that it's, it'll just disappear. Unquote. The Rugrats reboot for Paramount Plus has added a plethora of new actors to the cast. Nicole Byer, Tony Hale, and Natalie Morales will be taking on the role of the parents on the show. 
Hale will play Chucky's father, Morales will play Phil and Lil's mother, and Byer with Omar Miller will play Susie's parents. They join Ashley Ray Spillers as and Tommy Dewey as Tommy's parents, Anna Klumsky and Timothy Sim- Simmons as Angela's parents, and Michael McKeon as Grandpa Lou Pickles. Now, they'll join original voice talents, A.G. Daly, Tommy, Nancy Cartwright, Chucky, Cheryl Chase, Angelica, and Cree Summer, Susie, and Kathy Sushi as Phil and Lil. Now, in an interview with Deadline, Nickelodeon President Brian Robbins addressed the decision to recast only the, the adult roles, saying, quote, First of all, we have all the original babies back, all the original cast back, which we are thrilled to have. Some of the original actors remember the show Remember, the show is 20 to 25 years old, and we thought there was an opportunity for new, exciting comedic voices who grew up watching and being fans of the show and let them do cameos. So we were really excited about our adult cast on Rugrats, unquote. No word on when the show will hit the service. Universal has given the a release date for Puss in the, Bo- the Puss in Boots sequel, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The movie will open in wide release on September 23rd, 2022. Now, DreamWorks has also put the bad guys on the schedule for April 15th, 2022. The bad guys has five bad guys, Mr. Wolf, Mr. Steak, Mr. Piranha, Mr. Shark, and Miss Tarantula, attempting their most challenging heist yet, as they ultimately fail hard to try at trying to be good. The Bad Guys is directed by Pierre Perfell and is produced by Damon Ross and Rebecca Huntley. Bird Girl, the sequel to Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, will premiere on Adult Swim on April 4th. Here's the synopsis. In Bird Girl, 30-something Judy Ken Seven inherits her father's company, which would be great if that company weren't built around the most socially irresponsible 20th century products and practices that, on a good day, involves clearing redwood forests or operating for-profit children's hospitals. From the halls of the company's headquarters, she assembles a ragtag, non-overtime-earning bird team. Together, they try to undo all the luridly dangerous decisions of the of the generation before, or contain the havoc of one of their own world-saving products gone bad. Bird Girl stars Paget Brewster, Rob Delaney, Sonia Dennis, Keither Donahoe, James Doman, John Doman, Negan Farsad, Tony Hale, and Lorelai Ramirez. I'm looking forward to this. I love, you know, personally, I'm looking forward to this. I like Birdman Attorney at Law. It's, it's, it's a, you know, funny, funny uh, kind of send-up. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. Disney Plus's live-action Peter Pan and Wendy movie has expanded its cast by Alan by adding Alan Tudyk as Mr. Darling. The movie has started filming in Vancouver and will air on Disney Plus in 2022. Now he'll be joining Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan and Ever Anderson as Wendy, Jude Law as Captain Hook, Jim Gaffigan as Smee, and Yara Shaddai as Tinkerbell, Molly Parker as Mrs. Darling, and Alicia Wantpanak will play Neverland resident Tiger Lily. Everybody Hates Chris is getting a reboot, sort of. The series is being brought back as an animated series from CBS Studios. The series originally ran from 2005 to 2009 on UPN and on the CW and focused on comedian Chris Rock's childhood. Now, Rock is expected to return as the narrator. No outlet has been chosen for the series.
Haley Bennett has been cast in Eli Roth's adaptation of the video game Borderlands that's being made at Lionsgate. Bennett will play the key to the past of Kate Blanchett's Lilith. She joins Kevin Hart as Roland, Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis, Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina, and Florian Montenu as Krieg, and Jack Black as Claptrap. No release date yet. Mark Webb, the filmmaker behind the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, is directing the first two episodes of Just Beyond for Disney+. The horror comedy series is based on R.L. Stein's graphic series by Boom Studios. The 8th ep- episode series is being written and showrun by Seth Graham Smith and is currently in production in Atlanta. Now, the Razzie nominations, award nominations are out. And Wonder Woman 1984 is the big winner here, garnering three nominations. The nominees for best for Worst Picture are 365 Days, Absolute Proof, Do Little, Fancy Island. The Music nominations and, and Music, the Worst Actor no- nominations are Robert John- Downey Jr. for Do Little, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow Guy for Absolute Proof, Michael Maroney for 365 Days, Adam Sandler for Hubie Halloween and David Spade for The Wrong Missy. Worst Actress nods go to Anne Hathaway for The Last Thing He Wanted and Roald Dahl's The Witches, Kitty Holmes for Brahms, The Boy 2, and The Secret, Dare to Dream, Kate Hudson for Music, Lauren Lapkus for The Wrong Missy, and Anna-Marie Silica for 365 Days. Worst Supporting Actress, uh, those nominations go to Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Lucy Hale for Fancy Island, Maggie Q for Fantasy Island, Christian Wig for Wonder Woman 1984, and Maddie Ziegler for Music. Worst Supporting Actor nods go to Chevy Chase for The Very Excellent Mr. Dundee. Rudy Giuliani has himself in Borat's subsequent movie film. Shia LaBeouf for The Tax Collector. Arnold Schwarzenegger for The Iron Mask. And Bruce Willis for Breach, Hard Kill, and Survive the Night. Worst Screen Combo, Maria Bakalova and Rudy Giuliani. Yes, that really is Rudy Giuliani in Borat's subsequent movie film. Robbie da- Robert Downey Jr. and his utterly, utterly unconvincing Welsh accent in Doolittle. Harrison Ford and that fake, totally fake-looking CGI dog in Call of the Wild. Lauren Lapkus and David Spade for The Wrong Missy. Adam Sandler and his grating simpleton voice for Hubie Halloween. Worst director nods go to Charles Band for all three Barbie and Kendra movies. Barbara uh, Bill... Bilawas and Tomas Mendez for 365 Days, Stephen Gaghan for Doolittle, Ron Howard for Hillbilly LG, and Sia for Music. Uh, Worst screenplay uh, nods go to 365 Days, all three Barbie and Kendra movies, Doolittle, Fancy Island, and Hillbilly LG. And worst remake, ripoff, or sequel goes to 365 365 Days, which is a Polish remake and ripoff of Fifty Shades of Grey, Doolittle, which is, of course, a remake, Fantasy Island, which is a remake slash reimagining, Hubie Halloween, which is a remake or ripoff of Ernest Scared Stupid, and Wonder Woman 1984, a sequel. And when uh, those winners are announced, we'll let you know. Uh, Apple TV Plus's Central Park has gotten an early renewal for Season 3. Season 2 is set to start on June 25th. Series creator Lauren Bouchard declared on Twitter, quote, Season 2 and 3 of Central Park means 29 more episodes and something like 115 new songs. The people 
who make this show dazzle me with their talent and ambition and sheer will. And Apple and 20th have shown their will, too. I'm honored to be part of something with this much chutzpah. Unquote. The Powerpuff Girls live-action series has cast Chloe Bennett, De- uh, Dove Cameron, and Yana Peralt. Cameron will be playing Bubbles, ben- uh, Bennett will play Blossom, and Yana Peralt will be playing Buttercup. These series will see the former child heroes, now 20-something sisters, who don't have fond memories of fighting crime as children, and are now faced with the decision to re- reunite and save the world, or not. The series is in the pilot stage right now, with the script from Heather Regnier and Diablo Cody. Ace Ventura 3 is reportedly in development at Amazon Prime. The hint came from an interview about from Morgan Creek Entertainment, the film production company behind the movie. In an interview with Park Circus, they stated, quote, We're pretty excited about our franchise developments with Exorcist and the Ace Ventura franchise. During COVID, audiences have been in love and are thrilled to have beloved characters brought back with new series. Ace Ventura will see, will see a new day at Amazon as a major motion picture slash theatrical with the Sony the Hedgehog writers, unquote. Now, Sony the Hedgehog was written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. And finally tonight, author Norton Juster has passed away. Norton was the author of The Phantom Tollbooth and The Dot and the Line. Norton was born in June, 20, June 2nd of, 29, of 1929 and got into writing while on a tour with the Navy. After being discharged, he got a job with an architecture firm. He published his first book, The Phantom Tollbooth, in 1961, and would go on to publish or edit 12 books in his career, ranging from children's fiction to nonfiction. all the while never quitting his day job, where he would go on to teach architecture and environmental design at Hampshire College from 1970 to 1992. The Phantom Tollbooth and The Dot and the Line were adapted into animated films by actor Chuck Jones, the Juster passed away from complications from a stroke on March 8th. He was 91 years old. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Now, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter at MultiverseTom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute financially to the show, check out our show notes. Uh, go you know, spend some money at the Public Store and uh, so much more, please head on over to multiversetonight.com. And if you're a subscriber or follower, please be sure to share with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to to subscribe or follow. And uh, if you feel like it, leave some feedback. Let me know how we're doing. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in two weeks with a brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half Big Genre Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights. Reserved.